You want Philly food? Yeah, let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to turn the beat in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go! And good afternoon, everyone. Legitimately, good afternoon to the third episode of the Philly Philly podcast on the Six Pack Coverage Network, presented by SixPackCoverage.com, La Terrain Watches, and TheMonkeysUncle.net. On today's episode, me and uh, my co-host here, you can see Chris Lahiff, we will be talking about some of our favorite Eagles moments that happened during 2021. And I'm going to start off with my favorite one right now, which literally was breaking news this morning that Kirk Cousins Cousins is on the COVID list and will not be playing for Minnesota on Sunday. So as is Josh, uh, what's his name? Antonio Gibson. Oh, what is that? You sound like a kid. Can you hear me? I hear you, but you sound like all distorted and everything. Oh boy. What about now? It's the same thing. Oh, well, you may want to get rid of the uh, the microphone or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> so like I was saying, um, while Chris is tending to his little technical difficulties, um, yes, uh, for those wondering or who have not heard the news yet, uh, seeing us live right now, we uh, got word this morning that Kirk Cousins will not be playing in the game Sunday for the Minnesota Vikings, which has major implications for the Philadelphia Eagles and their, their playoff aspirations. I mean, the Eagles basically have to win against Washington, which you would hope is a guarantee because now Antonio Gibson is on the COVID list. He will not be playing, uh, which makes it a little bit easier for the Eagles. Um, but we literally have no legit starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. And if they lose, the Eagles are, I believe, in – after if their Minnesota loses, so how you doing there, Chris? You got your uh, sound up? I don't know. Does it sound the same? Nope, or... same again. You sound like a chipmunk gurgling, you know, water. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I'll step back out and figure out what's going okay, on. Okay, step on back <laughs> out, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, if if you're watching this live right now on the the Six Pack Coverage Network YouTube page, the Philly Philly podcast. Uh, Twitter page, Facebook page, you're probably finding this news out right now. And if you didn't have, you know, notifications on your Twitter earlier today, um, this is big news though for the Eagles, very big news. And the the fact, the fact that we um are hearing uh, different things, I'm I'm just excited now. I, I just can't believe now that the um, this is actually could actually happen for the Eagles. Uh, they, they could actually make the playoffs because I was not a believer in this team to start the season. Um, I, I, I had them at four wins. Chris had them a little higher than me. Um, but well, so if Chris, if you can hear me, everyone here is, uh, 
saying that um they hear you fine on on their end. So it's got to be on my side somewhere. Can you hear me, Chris? Yeah, everyone's saying, like Darth Pooh over here is saying that it sounds fine on their end. And Okay. Yeah, I mean, I you still sound like a chipmunk to me. I, I don't know what's going on with it. But I, I, guess, I guess we'll find out when we download this video. I mean, I, I guess so. Who doesn't want to listen to Alvin, Simon, and Theodore? I get to play all three. Right, right. Uh, so, I obviously, you were talking about um, Kirk Cousins non-vaccinated being on the COVID list, which is just phenomenal. And then the backup quarterback who is apparently coming off the COVID list because he isn't vaccinated. So, but uh, now it's, it's. Uh, see, look, Richard Drummond just commented in. He goes, Alvin, you sound like one of the chipmunks. Yeah, so, but okay. that could have, that could have been just me talking. I, I don't know. Un unless Darth Pooh's messing with me. Cause yeah. I, I don't know. If it is. Oh, well, I, I sound like a chipmunk today. <laughs> Well, that's well, we'll... It's going to make for a fun show. Okay. Right. My, my co-host is not Chris Lahiff. It is Alvin from Alvin and Chipmunks. I mean, like, hold on. Since, you know, since it's 2022, 2021, and there's nine hours left in a day, I'm toasting to Betty White. Rest in peace, Betty White. Like, seriously, 2021, you couldn't wait. <laughs> Like, now, death comes in threes. Does she count as two? Like, and, like, because we had John Madden. Uh, I don't no, know. We're no, we're, we're not restarting the stream. We're, we are where we are. We're all in. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I appreciate the the support, but yeah, I'm, I'm going all in. But yeah, cheers I mean, to Betty White. But, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. Within, within what, 24 hours, John Madden and Betty White. So, I mean, she's, what, 17? She was 17 days away from her 100th birthday. That that sucks. That sucks. It does. It, it's <laughs> she didn't die in a skydiving accident, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Only only John Madden died in a plane. <laughs> that, that what you said in the last show? Yeah. He crashed his bike during Harley Week. Um <laughs> so no, we're here to talk about some plays, top plays that the Eagles made of the twenty twenty one season. Um, you know, no particular order, you know, it's just something that we, we, we threw together literally last second, um, yesterday. So I'm going to go with, we're going to go with a miss. We're going to go with a miss. Um, obviously we all know that Jalen Harris has had his struggles and here's one of them. Even even a cameraman was like, he's open. Throw it to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that play right there. I mean that that play right there shows me, you know, that uh, obviously there's things that Hertz needs to work on with seeing the the full field and everything like that. Um, I'm not going to trash him, you know. I mean that was just a plain out miss, um, you know. Uh, the people that are calling the man like or or. She oh, Jesus. <laughs> for, those, for those of you that will be listening to the podcast tomorrow, uh, someone put up on our chat board, Betty White, she, she died filming stunts on John Wick 4. Keanu broke her hip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the, the unwarranted laughing is just me laughing at that comment. 
yeah, I mean, if you're listening on our podcast, it'll be out tomorrow. You hear Chris just suddenly bust out laughing. It's because he's listening, he's reading comments. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so we're, we're yeah we're we're not here like ripping. We're just talking about you know top plays that were you know that were missed. You know top plays that weren't made. Like here's another one from the 34 on first down from. Fires downfield, and it is oh, nearly picked off. Darius Slay had it and dropped it. Yeah, that, that was a big one. I mean, big play Slay. He, you know, and, and the sun got in his eyes, apparently. And, I mean, that was a dead-to-rights interception. and Dead. And he might have been gone. Yeah. Yeah. He might have been gone back the other way. That could have been a pick six. You know? Right. And, you know, with, with looking at that, you know, when you just see, like, how bad – he dropped it. He brings you out this guy. And was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. But we was catching them, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> that clip will never get old. No, that's the clip that will, for now on, that's going to be our clip when we're like, when we're, when we just want to respond to someone like, because <laughs> okay, every other video fun. clip that we'll, we'll delete. <laughs> nah, you're right, Richard. He's got to catch that, no question. Um, you know that that was it didn't bite him. It did it, that play didn't hurt him in the end. So that that's always that's always good. You know that that play didn't come out and hurt and hurt the Eagles. You know it could have been could have been terrible. At the end of right. the day, it didn't. So, but you know, I I, get, I sent you over a bunch of videos so. What do you have any specific plays that maybe I didn't put on here that I missed? Um, no, I don't have any specific ones. You know, I mean, like I, I liked exactly, I liked everything that you sent over. Um, but I'm I'm going to jump to literally what is my favorite play of the year. So to to date, um, I see. You I'm not, so happy I see, for the I, guy. I see you trying not to laugh. Well, cause I'm not trying to read them when I'm, you know, <laughs> um, my, 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 my favorite clip so far is, is this one of Lane Johnson scoring a touchdown after everything the guy's been through. That'd be a big blow. Two running backs out. Off the fake to Boston. Scott to the end zone. Touchdown. Lane Johnson. <laughs> the right tackle. So, I mean. That, that, to me, is my favorite clip of the season so far. I mean, after, after everything that he's gone through, you know, how he missed some time, you know, due to, like, uh, some some personal reasons. Um, I, I was just uh, – that that made me feel happy for him. And then that, that told me right there, like, if Lane Johnson is scoring a touchdown, this team is definitely making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good sign. Um, yeah, you, you know, we, we all know – We all know like what Lane Johnson went through this year. And, you know, there was speculation that, you know, he was in there for painkillers. That's what TMZ unofficially reported. But cheers to Lane Johnson's touchdown. I know I did it the other night, but I'm I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep drinking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have time to pour myself my uh I didn't have time to pour myself a drink. I was running around. I was like, oh, I gotta get on the show. Yeah, you know what I literally just did? You know what I just got done doing since What's nine a.m. since nine a.m. today? I just got done watching Cobra Kai. You what? I just got done watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. I got up at nine o'clock and watched Cobra Kai, and I literally just got done. <laughs> Which season? The last one so far? No, the new one. The new one. 
It came out. Oh, today. I didn't know the new one was out yet. It came out at three a.m. last night. Oh well, when we get off, I there, was. I was. You know what? I had forgotten about it, but I had wa- I had stayed up last night and I watched Don't Look Up with um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Um, it's a, uh, it's okay. It's right. okay. Like it's it's it's. It's it's got it's got it, it'll be it's the king of one liners. Okay. Richard, you Richard, you're gonna like it. I think season three was the best one of Cobra Kai. This was maybe if I didn't binge watch it, I would have appreciated it more. But I couldn't go. Yeah, I've watched them all. Like I I, I started watching it when it was first on uh, YouTube TV when it first came out. Like season one was on YouTube TV, and yeah. then it went over to Netflix. Yeah. So I have I to watch. Just, I have to start watching season four. I took the I took the the free what like twenty eight day subscription for you know to test out the trial. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I and I watched it all, and I was like, well, well, this actually, is right before we got on air, I watched the first episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Loved it. Loved it. Was it okay? I'll watch yeah. that. I'm finishing up Hawkeye. Um, you know, pretty soon, you know, uh, Obi Wan will be out. So, maybe, maybe we can do a, a geeky a geeky podcast for that stuff because I am a Star Wars nerd. Sounds good to me. Um, but back to the Eagles, you you know we uh the big game coming up. You know we have everyone stepping up. You know, you know, you got to think about how important the beginning of this season was to where they were and how it could have bit them in the ass because if you think about it. A lot of players, not, not not that a lot of players, but there's a lot of talk about the vaccine and how it's going to affect people. Now it can affect teams. We saw it run rampant through the Washington football team a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, Washington was down 15 players. I think six of them were starters. I think it was three on three on offense, two on defense, and one special teamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw how important it was. It ran to that. And now you look, Carson Wentz is now out because he didn't get the vaccine. And he, I don't know if he I don't, in the end he's got it. And our draft pick set. So, yo, I hope they lose out officially. Like I hope they lose out. You know, this is at the point in my season where all right, the Eagles have a chance to make the playoffs. All the Jalen Hurts haters, there's no reason to root for Carson Wentz right now. Root no. for root for that pick. Yeah, there. Yeah, you know, and and I'm segueing to this because we saw what Carson Wentz did in 2019. Like we did. Like we we saw what he did. You know, with the Greg Wards and the Richard Perkins, and then, you know, you saw Hertz had the same weapons last year, and he struggled mightily. And then, you know, you look at him fourteen games here, and he did this. I don't know how he made that throw to begin with on both sides. Like on the yeah. on the Carson Wentz, that's why I put it up side by side, you know. And it's and it's and I, you know what I'm thinking of the Miles Sanders, but that was still a great throw that he threw to, to to Greg Ward to win the game. We were there, we were at the game, right? Yeah. So and then you know that that throw to Greg Ward against Washington, I, I still I don't know how he made it. I was at the game and I was like, he caught that. I don't know how. I still I, I you know yeah. You, that you know, that it side was... by side of, of Greg Ward catching those two passes from two different quarterbacks is really cool because I, I like you see Jalen Hurts at the bottom of the screen. He's on the move, running to his right, and he throws and throws up a bullet. And then the top portion of the screen, you see Carson Wentz moving running, to his left. 
well, it was left, but backwards off his back foot. Yes. He was actually, he was moving backwards and he floats the ball in there and Greg Ward somehow catches it. Well, that goes to, I, as crazy as it's going to sound, it's going to go to his height. Right. Because I don't think a smaller quarterback can do that. Right. You know, be, because, and obviously he's got a more arm strength, even though it, it was only like a couple yards. But, you know, when you got to, like, he, all he had to do went was just put it over the guy's head. Hertz had to hit that dude where it was either you or the pylon was going to hit it. That and, was it. And, and that's what, and that's what makes that throw so great. Yeah. And considering four weeks ago, I was ripping Hertz. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that throw by Jalen Hurts was probably one of the best ones we've seen him throw all season. He, um, uh, what's you call it? He, like, on the move, threw that ball directly, like, over the shoulder of Greg Ward, and he was able to make that catch. Like, the, the throw that Hurts made was amazing. Now, and, and, and Rich hits it right on the point. You know, Sirianni's, he's using Dallas Goddard. He's using Devontae Smith, you know. And we all know how Devontae Smith is, and we all know what you know what he brings to the table. But now with Devontae Smith, teams are starting to realize him. It's going to lead to plays like. Ooh, nice catch, Jalen Rager. I mean that 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 right there. The it, it, fact it, it, that Rager caught that. I'm in happy. between two defenders. To two. Two defenders. That was a great throw, and. And with, with the season that Jalen Rager was having, he he needed that catch. Cheers to Jalen Rager. <laughs> Cheers, Jalen Rager. He he literally needed to make a play like that. And that was but, great. That's only gonna help him. But he's ball. but he's been making plays since the two since the drops. Like let's let's be realistic. Like as bad as Jalen Hurts was that day, and I know, you know, you know, if Jalen Rager makes those catches, that's fine. But as bad as Jalen Rager was that day. He's been so much better, and our fan base continually boos him. Get over it. We're literally one game away from making the playoffs if two things happen, which are very likely looking very – looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, by the way, against the Texans. That's right. so, that, so he's he's on point. And then obviously Kirk Cousins isn't out, and Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns because I have him in fantasy. So I ran a three-team parlay. It's not a lot of money. I, I took the Eagles money line. I took the Niners money line, and I took the the Packers money line. It's not a lot, but you go out, and that's how confident I am. Right. Well, you know what? This this, this uh, comment is really right on. Like Richard Drummond, he writes down, Kirk's throwing the ball 15, 20 times a game helps him improve tremendously, which it really does. It's not he, – he doesn't have to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game, which they had him doing way too much at the beginning of the season. Those first six games had everybody thinking this kid was going to be, you know, the, they they totally made a huge mistake with the quarterback situation. But once Sirianni figured out a better way to use him, to, to go with his strengths, with the running the ball, and I was just happy. Uh, it, everything's changed. It's all good. Um, I like this comment too by Richard. Still, Rager makes really poor decisions on punt returns, which makes him nervous. So, but you see, here's the thing: you got to so you got to go on Twitter, you got to go on Facebook, and find and you know follow Dexter Win. He's a former NFL corner, and you go north to south, and that's what he did. And he still got 39 yards. Should he have went left against the Giants instead of right? Yeah, 
but let's let's go out there and do it yourself. Like that's and I'm not saying I'm not saying anything towards Richard Drummer. I'm saying people who are legitimately ripping Jalen Rager because he's Jalen Rager and not Justin Jefferson. Right. Like let's that that that's the people I'm talking about. I'm not talking to, to, to Richard well, Drummond. Like we've talked about before. He's always going to get ripped apart now because he's not Justin Jefferson. And everyone's just going to always compare those two together. Right. Even and and that and that's the same thing they did with the Freddie Mitchells of the yeah, two thousand and you know, out of that entire wide receiving class, only one won a Super Bowl. One. Yeah. One. And it was Reggie Wayne, and he had the best quarterback of all time. So our, our t- top five. So I, I I I hate the comparison with the like, and I get it, and I and listen, I'm I I'm better. I'm not gonna sit there and not lie. Like, yeah, I wish I would have Justin Jefferson, but will we be, would we be as successful as we would be? Would they be throwing the ball 45 times a game instead of using the Miles Sanders, the Jordan Howards, the Boston Scotts? Like, can we just talk about Boston Scott? The, like that dude only. Play him against the Giants. That's it. Let's let bring no other running back in and just let him play against the Giants. He's got twelve NFL touchdowns in his career. Yeah. Eight of them are against the Giants. Eight. Like, at what point do you just shoot him in the face like the last Boy Scout? Like, <laughs> like, like, come on, stop, 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 stop. Like, I, I'm like, I would just triple coverage him if if that was me because like, I'm tired of it. Yeah, he's right. Same as DK and JJ. It'll always be compared. Yeah. Well, you know what? No, JJ, JJ stinks. Like I'm not even I, I I give Howie a pass on that, but at least Jalen Rager is contributing to the Eagles' success the, these last six to seven weeks, with the punt yeah. with the punt returns with the, with the catches, like, and, and then you know you, you this is what I like to see, they're having fun they're playing a game, and then you turn around, and you see it and then you see this. Oh yeah, but like for so anyone they, wondering, <laughs> it was yeah. Darius Slay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry the for whole defense yes. focused on him. Like, yeah. sorry for the people that will be listening on the podcast. That video had no sound to it. That yeah, it was, definitely um, didn't. It was uh, it was Darius Slay running around basically in the backfield, <laughs> and while uh, they wound up doing a running play. Um, it was but it was just telling, like, it, were, yeah, What's that? I was saying, you looked at Washington, they all focused on him. Like, what? He's what? (laughs) (sighs) So, but uh, back back to, you know, what he was saying, the same as JJ and DK. Like, but you know what? What does DK want? He said one. I mean, he hasn't won anything in three years either. Like, again, I'm not saying DK Metcalf, you know, was a lot of teams passed on DK Metcalf. Let's get that out of the way. A lot of teams passed on him. I thought the dude was way too big. Like if you if you see if you saw his when he I think where where he go Te, Mississippi State maybe I think o, so. Ole Miss he was he was too big to be a wide receiver <laughs> like like yeah. let's be let's be realistic like but he he's coming out and he's proven that you know he's good and you know he's had a bad season this year you know he. he Seattle hasn't been you know this great and mighty team you know is the Pete Carroll error over is the Russell Wilson error over. Like, what's going on? I, I think it. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Russell Wilson. I think he wants out. Um, it'll be interesting to see where he's going to go because it's there. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be on the move this year. Um, Ben Roethlisberger may very well be playing his last few games. Like, cause he, he, he's already come out and said that, well, hinted that 
Monday night's game may be his last game at Heinz Field. Um, Aaron Rodgers is even hinting at retiring now. So I mean, there, there's going to be there's there's going to be quarterbacks on the move, whether they're retiring, uh, going to become free agents, going to get traded. There's 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 it's going to be an interesting offseason for the quarterback in the NFL. It really is. Yeah, DK Metcalf averages seven targets a game and only averages four point five catches a game. Like, yeah, like what happened to him? Like, I mean, I mean, he still got nine touchdowns, but. You know, it's it's when you get figured out, and I'm sure he'll work on his his game plan. You know, 2022, but like you, you know, what's going on there? Like seven targets a game. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's not good. That's definitely not good. I mean, considering where he was last year, and and now you got now you got this year. He's only with seven targets a game. That's for Metcalf. That is not that is not good at all. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm still, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those guys where I'm still on the fence about whether a team should like, whether, whether the Eagles should draft another, a quarterback or I'm not so sure about going out and trading for one. Um, uh, yeah, a lot, no. And, and Darth Pooh was right. A lot of teams just saying that's funny, but a lot of teams are looking for the next, next Patrick Mahomes. They, they really are. And there's only one next Patrick Mahomes and it's Justin Herbert and he's on a team already. So it's that, I mean, that's the closest you're going to get to Patrick Mahomes. I don't think anyone else is going to be with the athleticism and, and the full package of how they, how he plays the game. So, uh, but I, I know we had this conversation earlier in the year and you and our old co-host disagreed, but you don't think Josh Allen is anywhere near Justin Herbert and No, I'm I'm talking about the full the full game of athleticism and everything. Like I'm looking at I'm even looking at comparison body wise. You know, it's like now Josh Okay, I I'll, I'll give you that. Josh Allen is yeah. he's he's a he, he reminds me of Dante Culpepper, but faster. Yeah, I, mean, I get Josh, okay. Josh Allen's a beast. I'm not taking anything away from him, but I mean uh, the next deck, uh, whatever. That, Please, that, that's our buddy Ryan. He, uh, he refuses, real quick. He refuses to accept that Betty White has passed away. He refuses. He says, "I'm not." He's like, "I'm not clicking on a link." <laughs> if you click you on a link, it doesn't happen. Did you thank her for being a friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he refuses. He's like, "I'm not clicking the link." He's like, "Don't trust the Eagles fans. They're liars." <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? This is another good comment by by Rich Drummond. You know, even as good as Mahomes is, Super Bowl last last season shows you need that you need an offensive line, which it was the honest truth because in that Super Bowl last year, Mahomes was running around hurt. He was not able to, you know, get set and do what he needed to do. He had no time to do anything, so he was he was getting bum rushed the entire game. The offensive line was totally breaking down on him. Like I said, he was already playing hurt. And it exposed him in that game. I mean, most like with the injury and the lack of an offensive line, and which was very strange for an Andy Reid team. You yes. know that you know he went back to the but old they Andy Reid. Couple injuries. Yeah, he, he went back. He went back to the old Andy Reid and didn't make adjustments. Right. Like you were down your top two alignment, and you're like, I got Patrick Mahomes. No. <laughs> That clearly showed like what they what they, they they didn't score a touchdown. 
It's not even that they didn't score. They scored nine points. They were all field goals. That's how bad that dot offensive line was. Right. And our offensive linemen are catching touchdowns. No, so, I absolutely agree. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to another one of my favorite plays. This is right around where I started buying into Jalen Hurts, and you know I started to give him credit. And you know the next week he just crapped the bed, but you know he scored three touchdowns this day. All on the well, he might have four, but he definitely scored three on the ground. We got this from our Canadian friend Dwayne Allison, and here it is. Awesome. So, so I, I don't know if people remember that play. You know, he destroyed whatever New Orleans Saints lineman's knees because he just tiptoed around them and made them look silly. So and we got that from Dwayne Allison. That'll probably be the last time we play that on this show because we're starting to, we're starting to run out of memory on our show. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's like kind of like when the season started to turn around and, you know, they ran the ball. He scored three times. He read the RPO perfectly. Like he, he was starting to come around in his uh, way. Yeah, I mean, he, he really did. I mean, and if you go back and look at the stats, like, um, yeah, Hertz had three rushing touchdowns on the day against at the time is what considered the, the best rushing defense in the league. You know, I mean, so and they made them look like fools. Now you go and you look at his passing stats. I mean, there was a his yardage numbers weren't there, but he didn't have to throw. They were just controlling the game on the ground, so there was no reason to really throw the ball. Um, but no, you're right. That was the game where the season turned around. I mean, when 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 you're able to do what they did against the Saints that at the time with the number one rushing defense, you you you've awakened a new game plan. You know, now you're seeing a whole bunch of different options and a different bunch of different looks, and you, you go from having a starting running back and a backup running back to a third running back, which is your quarterback. And you have a three-headed monster in the backfield, basically. So I give Sirianni a lot of credit for changing up his game his game style after that game. Well, during that game and then after, he stuck with it. Yeah, I mean, he, he threw for 24 times that game. He only completed 13 passes for 147 yards, yeah. which, all right, whatever. But he ran 18 times. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see my quarterback running 18 times. Like, no, I don't either. You know, here, here's the thing that a lot of people are forgetting. Like, yes, is it exciting when your quarterback is, is all over the place and he's running and, and making plays and making people miss? Like, like we saw in that video, you know, for one of his, for the third of his three touchdowns against the Saints. But at some point, it, I mean, it's always, it's just always going to happen. It'll catch up to you somewhere on the, down the line and you, you're risking your quarterback getting hurt. That's the thing that I that I don't like because now last week we saw Jalen Hurts. He put it together. You know, he hasn't been the same since his ankle injury. And he was, you know, he didn't run that much. But last week he was passing more, which I am a fan of a pocket passer. I'm a fan of a traditional quarterback who can stay in the pocket, read the pocket, read the defense, have that good awareness and throw the ball, get it out and move downfield. He did that last week, and I was ecstatic about it. I, I absolutely loved it. And I said, with, with with that kind of a throwing ability, with his mo- mobile ability, now you have the makings of a, a superstar. 
Now, now you're starting to see what this guy can do. And I'm, I'm really hoping that he saw what he could do and moves forward with it. So. Uh, no, I'm with you 100%. You know, we, we're going to go back to where, I again, I killed him all season long. When, uh, last year and this year, and I came around, you know, there's still some people out there who won't give this guy any credit, and I don't, I don't know what else needs to be said or done. Because you don't like him, um, you're just not going to root for him? Or, or your team, you're going to root against the previous quarterback who's not playing this week? Who you're saying, I hope they win the Super Bowl? I'm like, what, what sense does that make? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't at all. It'd and... be one. It'd be one thing if you were a bitty, if you were bitter, and the Eagles were uh, three and like thirteen or three. Yeah, three. And, if they were three and twelve, like USA Today had predicted, and then you wanted to, to root against, you were, you know, you were rooting for Indianapolis. Okay, I'll give you that. I will give you that. But to just sit there and not root for your team because. He's your your quarterback isn't playing. It's stupidity at its finest. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100. And and um, this goes down to what I literally was just talking about, Richard Drummond. Eventually, you keep running, you're going to get a devastating injury. That's the thing that scares me with Jalen Hurts right now. Um, if if they keep running the ball the way they have been with with him then what's, what's going to happen if he does suffer a major injury or messes up his ankle again? Like this time maybe a little bit worse because even, even though uh, he was a full participant in practice this week or, uh, or yesterday, I mean, you, you know he takes one hit, uh, someone rolls up on that ankle, you're right back to where you were a couple of weeks ago. You know the guy's going to come hopping off the field or worse. So, and, and you know what? Richard Drummond has a comment here. Says, "I'll admit, I had them five and twelve, so I was totally wrong. I had them at four and thirteen. I I did not give them any chance whatsoever. So, I I had them at about seven wins. Yeah, you had them. I I I just thought I thought their defense was was too good. Not that not that it was too good, but there was there was just there was so much talent on there." And think about this right now. Think about they're sitting at nine and seven or eight and seven. Think about how much better they would be defensively if Brandon Graham doesn't go out the second week of the season with an Achilles injury. A lot of people forgot about him already because he hasn't been there all year. And 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 they've been winning games. So you have to think, and you got to think he's there as a voice. You know, he he's in there giving those pep talks like that every team, not that every team needs, but and then you had him at you had him on four wins, you had him at five wins. And you're not wrong for having him at that at that call at that cost, at that at that win total, because they there you weren't confident in Jalen Hurts. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, but when you look at the top 40 list that somebody tried to troll us with last week, you know, you kinda you kind of saw why. And now you, you gotta figure if Chris Sims comes out with another top 40 list. Right. What? What do you? Where? Where does he put Hurts? Does he put Hurts in the top twenty? Does he put him in the top fifteen? You know, I, I think the if the list were to be done after this weekend, and they win and they make the playoffs, I gotta think he makes the top fifteen. Right. My my wish 
is for them to make the playoffs this weekend. Rest whoever you need to. It is what it is. And then play Dallas in the in the wild card game and beat Dallas. That would be awesome. That would be Even, absolutely amazing if that happened. You know that Dallas fans would disappear, with the exception of like three of them. Well, there there'd be a couple that wouldn't go away just because that's who they are. But yeah, I'm yeah, no, I, I, I do like the idea of any 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 chance you get to beat Dallas, it's it's amazing. All right. And like we, we spoke about this on, on the show on, on Monday night. Um I th- this whole Kirk Cousins thing is a godsend to me, if if you ask me. Um because I didn't want the scenario coming down to we had to play Dallas to win and be in because everyone's like, oh, Dallas has already got it. They're going to sit their people. No, they wouldn't. Jerry Jones is not going to allow the Philadelphia Eagles to get into the playoffs. Or he's going to do what he can to not allow the Eagles to get into the playoffs under his watch. Just He just won't. And I could see him say, okay, McCarthy, go out there, try and run up the score as much as he can in that first half, and then start sitting your players and make the Eagles beat you through the air. But so, but th- this whole thing, I'm ecstatic about. With I hate to say, you know, the guy's on the COVID list, but I'm ecstatic that that he's out, and now Antonio Gibson isn't going to be playing against the Eagles. So, I, I'm just amazed that we're we're at this level at this point in the season talking that the Eagles could actually make the playoffs. I'm just really really ecstatic about it, considering <laughs> where we were all year, you know. 30 million in dead cap that you couldn't spend. This is what they're going to be, or this is what we thought they were going to be, you know, to, and look where we're at. Like, it's an exciting time to be an Eagles football fan. I'm so excited for it. I really am. I'm so excited. I wish I had the Jesse Spaniel say by the bell clip. Oh, God, no. Um, but no, you're right. You, you can't, and, and you got to think. Look at the future. Look at the look at what the future holds for us. Like here we go. Here, here here's what the future holds for us. And that wasn't even the 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 one the next clip I'm gonna play. But you know, you look at that. You know, that was a Hurts catch, guys, who's, who will be listening to the podcast on Apple. Ryan, who grew up in South Jersey, watching this rivalry, second down and 10. Hurts fires downfield, looking for Smith. He's got it. Devontae Smith makes the catch. And it's marked out. He's a legit number one wide receiver. Right. And when Giants fans say they don't want him, and was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching them, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. <laughs> and it was just a face. I didn't want the whole video, but the face where he was like, "Yeah, Giants didn't want yeah." And I and I and I don't and I want to pay taxes. Get the hell out of here. You didn't want him. <sighs> That's so funny. So, but. So well, unless you got anything else you want to add, I feel I I think that's all the clips we played. Oh no, we got one more. You got you one know. more, so go for we, it. We got one more, and he's only he's in the light, he's in the talks <laughs> of people who have scored touchdowns on defense linebackers wise with Steph Joyner, Jeremiah Trotter. I forget who the other one was. 
Runner's pass picked off, and it's Alex Singleton who takes it all the way. I mean, look, all right, look, look, look. Uh, that I love that play, but all right, because there's nothing better than a pick six. There, there really isn't. There, there's no, nothing better than a pick six on on defense. It's probably but, one of the most exciting plays in a, in football, other than a punt return. Yeah, um, but I'm also not going overboard with Chris, the Chris Singleton love because we all know what he is. Okay, we all know what he is. And I was talking to people this morning where someone got very upset. That another that another Eagles fan called Chris Singleton trash. It's Alex Singleton. Uh, well, no, it wasn't a Dallas fan. It was an Eagles fan and an Eagles. No, fan. no, it's Alex Singleton, not Chris Singleton. Oh, whatever. Who cares? He's... <laughs> that that's how good he is at linebacker. But no, you're right. Like you are a hundred percent right. Like let's not act like this dude's Micah Parsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, look, and, and that's the other thing. Everyone every year keeps saying. Oh, they they need to draft a linebacker. They need to draft a linebacker, but they never do. They don't believe in linebackers. Okay, now they they basically hit the nail on the head. Not hit the nail on the head, but they have a good. Yeah, Rich, I see what you're saying. They need linebackers desperately. But for how many years have we been saying that? And how many years have they not under Howie Roseman drafted a linebacker? So. All this talk about, oh, we have to draft, they have to draft. They look for people like Singleton and Edwards in the draft. They were never going to try and draft Michael Parsons. Absolutely never going to do it. They're not going to put that kind of money out at that position. They're just not. Howie has that reputation. That's his MO. He just doesn't do it. So when everyone says, oh, they need to draft a linebacker, well, you know what? They will, but it's going to be around four, five, six. It's not going to be in the top three. Definitely never in the first. Never. Never. It'll be a cold day in hell. Um, so, and, yeah, I'm I'm just tired of hearing, oh, they have to draft a linebacker because we've, it's the same thing every year and it never happens. So if you know it's not going to happen, don't keep saying it. Maybe if we don't say it, they will do it. <laughs> we'll do re- reverse psychology. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – I kind of get annoyed because it's the same thing every year come draft time. Well, they need a linebacker. Okay, yeah, we know that. They need a linebacker. But for for what Gannon's done when he's turned his season around as a coach, his game planning for a defensive coordinator, what he's getting out of Singleton, I mean, I am impressed with it. Like, I, he's he was on track to have one of the worst years as a linebacker in, in football's history. And he's, I'm not saying he turned his season around, but he's getting better production out of Singleton with the, with the packages that he's got him in. He's, he's putting him in better positions to be effective, not, not be a game changer, you know, but he, he's putting him in better positions to be effective for what the team needs him to do. And breaking I, news, the Mummers Parade got postponed to January 2nd. What's that? The Mummers Parade got postponed to January second. Oh, it got postponed today. I just yeah, till January second. I just got the alert. So, according to the mayor of Philadelphia, the COVID's going to be gone on the second, and they can now have this parade. <laughs> no, it's. it's well, the let's ra- not have it because of COVID reasons on the first. Let's wait till the second. 
Yeah, I watch a whole bunch of guys dress up as women running around in the streets. Awesome. I I love you. <laughs> I, I hate I hate the mummers. I I can't stand the mummers. I one of the worst things ever. I hate them. Oh, the mummers are trash. That's what I was gonna say. They're trash. Wow. I thought I thought I thought I I thought I had disdain for the mummers. Well, I just hate parades, and then you 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 throw in a bunch of guys playing music and dressing up in girdles and stuff. No, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, so you know, so that gets, so that gets, uh, you know, delayed. Um, what else is there? We we got we got the got the college football game starting 16 minutes ago. You know, so who do you think? Do you have any uh, predictions? No, I, I do. Today was just a day of I'm watching movies all day. I'm, I'm not. This was the only thing I'm doing with sports, other than occasionally scrolling through Twitter and, and sharing stuff on our feeds. I literally am vegging out. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not even going anywhere tonight for New Year's Eve. I'm staying in. I'm not even going to watch this stupid ball drop. I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. I'm waking up tomorrow morning as any other day. It's just the start of 2022. All right, give me one. I want to see something real quick. So, uh, Want to see if it's there? Um, and then obviously we had a. The last time before we took that break, it was at a minute fifty-eight seconds. Now it's two minutes. Yeah, and if that official is going to stop it, he has to stop the it before the warning occurred. Before the ball was snapped, therefore it's fourth down. I don't believe that. I mean, they think they, they, the. Official didn't signal didn't the two-minute warning until after the ball was snapped. That the ball snapped, you can't, you don't stop the play for the two-minute warning. I'm now, still surprised the Cowboys are going for it again. For it again, I think that was a bad call the first time they did it. I think it's a bad call now. It's fourth and it's still a foot. Emmett Smith is still deep with Daryl Johnston in front of him. Same play. Didn't get it again. Didn't get it again. That's unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Madden was so mad at the at the, at the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, he was so, even mad at the officials. He was so mad. That's, I, I love I love John Madden. So I had to show a little John Madden love before we signed off with the Eagles. You know, everyone loves the the Merrill Reese call on that play, but you know, you, you when you actually go back and listen to John Madden and the, the football knowledge. That he has, you're like Jesus. He's he really knew his stuff. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that didn't want to get into broadcasting, he was damn good at it. Cheers to Madden. Cheers to Madden. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you watched All Madden on Christmas Day. Well, it's I will. It's on Peacock. So um, if you go and check it out, it was it was awesome. It talks about his. Uh, his early days, you know, talks about him with, uh, um, uh, you know, when he got drafted, you know, but he went into coaching, took him through his everything. It was just so much fun to watch. And yeah, he did not want to be a broadcaster. He didn't want to do it at all. And he just did a, he, he did a couple of games. I think, I think they say he did a handful of games with um, Bob Costas, ah. who, who was just starting out himself. And he was like, Okay, I can get into this, and he had a lot of fun doing it. And then the rest was history. All right, I'm going to share one more video. Um, these last two videos I've shared, Eric has no idea. So, 
Go. Hold on. Uh, you might appreciate this one. Oh boy. Oh boy. What's he got going on? What's he cooking up over here? Now trying to stop the fourth and twenty-six, and the Nets take over. Plenty of time down the middle is Mitchell. Where will they spot him? They're going to get forward progress right down the seam. There's no reason to play defense. Yeah, <laughs> underneath side of the line of scrimmage. That's an encroachment penalty. Love it. It's enforced before the ball is snapped. Yeah, I you love know, it. you, you got to get a little. We talked about Freddie Mitchell earlier on the show, so I went on to our Philly Philly podcast on TikTok and brought those videos up. Well, um, the funny thing is, like I was telling you, that was actually my original name for our podcast before the Philly Philly podcast. I was I was actually going to say, let's call it the 4th and 26th. And somehow, I guess just because of the whole Super Bowl thing, I was like, ah, let's, let's make it the Philly Philly podcast. Cheers, Cheers to fourth and twenty six and the Philly Philly podcast and Eric's got the naming rights. Okay, this okay. I'll pretend that this deer park is actually vodka, so we'll do we'll do that. You're an animal. <laughs> that's so, it. So, all right, guys, that's it. That's our show, our our third show, our third official show for the six pack coverage. Um, what a way to end the year, you know, highlighting you know some top plays and some goofs. You know, we had fun today, you know, thanks to Richard and everyone else, Darth Pooh, Ryan, you know, for commenting. Um, and hopefully we'll be back here Monday um, discussing this, although I got to be in work really early on Monday. So and I'm looking at like a 10 hour day. So a.m. start. Yeah, that, that's a long day. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, you'll be in. I'll be in before you, and that's saying a lot because you're in at six. <laughs> um, but uh, no, cheers to an Eagles win. Um, cheers to a happy new year. Everyone have a safe and happy new year. Healthy, happy new year. Don't trick and drive. Don't be an idiot. Like, but I'm just going <laughs> to. And 2020 and 21, knock it off. You took Betty White. There's literally, like, how else can you hurt me? Like, this is when you riot. When you take Betty White and John Madden in less than four days, this is when you riot. You cannot click on the link, the story of Betty White passing. Just because you don't click on it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Exactly. It happened. And I'm be- I thought my wife was literally going to cry. <laughs> She's like, no. So real quick, real quick story before I head out and turn it over to Eric. You know, she looks at her phone and she's like, no, it didn't happen. I'm like, I already know. I, I didn't even look at my phone. I was like, you're lying. Like, no. Like, I'm not looking it up. No. It did happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then 2021 takes, like, like this Betty White, because they say death comes in three. So I'm assuming Betty White counts as two, as two, because she's awesome. <laughs> like, like, she's on the same equivalent scale as Santa Claus. Like, she, like, like, like she, she's up there. She's a legend. She, she she's, almost became a mythical character. She's she a guy. Almost did. She's a goddamn legend. She, she is. She's yes, up there she eating pie with the Golden Girls and drinking coffee. Yep, they're sitting around that that kitchen table. Here you go. You know, Putty. You know, she was a smoke bomb when she was young. Yeah, I had seen pictures. Yeah, of her. she she was she was, she was not a little smoke bomb when she was younger. <laughs> but uh, with that, I'll turn it over to Eric, and he can give his uh, his spiel. 
Um, and thanks to, you know, six pack coverage for bringing us on. Um, and cheers to more episodes, playoff episodes, hopefully discussing the Philadelphia Eagles and their run towards the Super Bowl in 2021, 22, 2021 slash 2022. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, it was, it's been another great year of doing this podcast with you. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm actually looking forward to watching Patrick, our old third co-host, with his with his um, uh, New England Patriots podcast coming out on the Six Pack Coverage Network. And for you wrestling fans out there, keep an eye out for Off the Top Rope Media's Off the Top Rope podcast, hosted by our boy Ty Asbury. He actually has a show already up there on the Six Pack Coverage YouTube channel. Um, what's that? What's that? What are you doing? And his new. You want to tell him who we re- he just interviewed who will be up on there? I cannot understand a word you're saying right there. <laughs> Do you want to tell them who he just interviewed that will be up on the show yes. in, a, in a week? Yes. Uh, again, for you wrestling fans, um, especially ECW fans, Ty just interviewed uh, the Queen of Extreme, Francine, yesterday. They've been trying to set this up for weeks. Oh, yeah. And... I, feel, I feel like it was like September. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know yeah, it wasn't, no, but... <laughs> Her schedule and then technical difficulties, but um, anyway, uh, there's there's a lot of, lot of good things happen with us on the, the Philly Philly podcast and the sixpackcoverage.com. Um, again, I want to thank Andrew for bringing us on. You know, it was a, for me it was a late Christmas present when he uh, offered us to hop onto his network. Um, but uh, continue to support the Philly Philly podcast. You know, you. Uh, you find us on Apple and Spotify podcast. Just look for us. It's real simple. The Philly Philly podcast, you know, download, subscribe, whatever, whatever it is you want to do. Just, just keep doing it to keep us here doing what we're doing just for the hell of it. Because what else do we love to do? But talk Eagles football and shit talk on the Cowboys. So <laughs> um, with that, I just want to say thank you again, everybody. I want to say thank you to La Terrain Watches for being a sponsor. Go to uh, LaTerrainWatches.com, enter uh, code CEV at checkout for site-wide discounts. And the same for the MonkeysUncle.net, which is a retro fashion store. Check them out. And uh, also, when you go uh, to check out, use a code like CEV. And um, you should, I believe they have like free shipping on, on certain orders. Yeah, free shipping. Yep, free shipping. So... With that, hey, everybody's been watching and commenting. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And see you guys in 2022. And we're going to end it with this. That'd be a big blow. Two running backs out. Off the fake to Boston. Scott to the end zone.